Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. All right, welcome back to episode 148 of Two Drunk Brothers in a Podcast, presented by the Belly Up Sports Podcast Network. Uh, we are back. It is NFL playoff season. We're giggling because Travis had a little bit of a mental breakdown prior to the podcast starting because he couldn't get his headphones to work. And it's been, I mean, like, when I said mental breakdown, I mean fucking mental breakdown. I lost my mind for about five seconds. But I don't know what sorry. to do. <laughs> Like I could hear what uh, he was saying, but I but he couldn't hear me. Um, it was, it was so, but yeah, NFL oh, playoffs man. are coming up this weekend. We uh, we're gonna dive into all that, talk about all things NFL playoffs, futures. Got a little fun exercise that we're gonna do. Obviously, gambling stuff for wild, super wild card weekend. But obviously, let's kick it off with the trending topic right now. Uh, we're recording this on Tuesday, January 11th. When you guys are hearing this, it'll be Wednesday, January 12th. And that means we are one day removed from the college football championship game where uh, the university of Georgia won their first national championship in all four decades. And they finally beat Alabama, got over that hump. Uh, wasn't a super exciting game up until the fourth quarter. The fourth quarter was amazing. Yeah. I, uh, about, Midway through the third, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go down and turn on the Xbox and kind of like keep it up on my phone, like the actual game streaming on my phone. So I I missed some of the big plays, but it was just so bad. The offenses were horrible. It wasn't even the fact that the defenses were that good. Georgia's was playing pretty good, but Georgia's offense was horrendous. I don't know. Alabama disguised some some blitz packages pretty well. They brought the pressure on Setson Bennett, and he didn't handle it well early. Um, but I think they kind of adjusted at halftime or tried to, and then he really kind of shined in the fourth quarter, took advantage. I don't of, know where that came from. I think he just kind of pulled one. I like it. it, it it's his last call. It's his last football game. He'll ever play. Dude's not going to go to the NFL. We all know that. Um, and he knew it. So he kind of played like that was going to be his last. That was he's a senior, right? Walk on senior. Yeah. yeah so yeah. that was his last football game. He'll ever play kind of just like, fucking Matt Saracen moment in Friday night lights. That's kind of what I equated to. You could, you, he definitely played above his ability, you know, sports in sports, you have that ability to kind of pull some shit out of your ass that you're not really supposed to do. And he, he did it last night. Yeah. It was all set up by that huge run uh, that Georgia had to to eventually score. What was the first touchdown of the game? I it believe. was the first touchdown of the game. Alabama only had one all game, and it was yeah, because one all game, which a was fumble. a bad push off, too. That that and they got it because of that fumble. That, that I was I didn't see that fumble live. That is one of yeah, the Travis, most horrific calls I've ever seen in my life. It wasn't that bad, but Travis texted me. He goes, "What happened?" I said, "I don't." He texted me. I was like, "I don't know how to explain what just happened. You're just gonna have to watch." There's for yourself. either one of the two. Either it wasn't a fumble. Where the guy wasn't in bounds when he got it, he was definitely in bounds. His his toes Def- were very close to the line. Even then, he was like kind of half ass hanging on to it. Well, he didn't even think that he didn't even think that it was a fumble. He was just like yeah. grabbed it. So that I I, think anyway, call that a fumble. You need to stick with the fumble the on the very first drive of the game, which clearly was not a fumble, but it was intentional grounding. Uh, different story. Well. All my apps were showing that the game started at 7.27 uh, Central Time. So I didn't even turn it on until like, I, se- yeah, like 7.25. Yeah, was showing 7 o'clock. I don't know. Maybe they had a planned start because like all the national championship games, Super Bowls, they never start on time. So maybe that's when they thought they were going to start. Yeah. I was still doing shit. And I didn't sit down until 7.25 to, to watch the game. And I was like, I missed the first like two minutes. So 
Um, I didn't see that. Who play. won? Who won MVP? Was Stetson Bennett? Sure. I don't know. I know the some guy on the defense who I've never heard of before won defensive because they do offensive and defensive players of the well, it's game. Probably that guy with the pick six who couldn't tackle for shit the whole game. Um, let me let me look it up. College number five because I was screaming at him for the first forty minutes of the game. College football playoff. Um. Did you see uh, Nicobe Dean wearing the wrong hat after the game? He had an Alabama hat on. <laughs> it's so funny. Like uh, I, I, I get it because I wouldn't look at that. It was Stetson Bennett. Oh, I just before. throw the thing, throw the thing on and, and wear it. When you pay attention yeah. to what kind of hat I got. Stetson Bennett just was Stetson the offensive Bennett. player of the game, but I mean, really, you couldn't you couldn't give it to anybody else on, on the offensive side of the ball. I mean, the kid no, had nobody. That two. one kid that broke off that big run, that was it. He only ended up with like 70 yard rushing yards. The defensive player of the game was Louis Sene, number 16 on the defense. No idea who that is. Uh, number 16? Mm-hmm. No idea. Number 16 on the defense. He, I'm looking up the stats right now. Box score. Um, he had seven tackles, one tackle for loss, and a pass deflection. Yeah, nothing, nothing too crazy yet. Special, but yeah, I mean, Setsa Bennett definitely deserved to be offensive player of the game. Uh, no one else on Georgia's offense really kind of stood up and did anything, except except for that one guy that busted off that big run. But Setsa Bennett had that clutch throw, a very opportunistic clutch throw. Whenever Alabama jumped off sides. That was a very like heads up smart play. That to touchdown, that like forty yard touchdown or whatever it was. Yeah, it wasn't the greatest throw, but he's like, "Fuck it." I, know, think, it I mean, it was offside. the only spot you could have put it. Uh, I thought it was decent, yeah. decent enough throw. Other than that, um, just big plays of the game. That George Pickens catch was phenomenal. Uh, I don't even honestly think they ended up doing anything with that drive. Maybe kicking a field goal. They did kick a field goal. That's when they tied it that up. That blocked field goal was huge. That was very huge. That was a big momentum shift. If they Alabama makes that field goal, they go up by six. And, uh, yeah, so Georgia's defense, I think, really was was the huge star there. They really had the bend but not break mentality. Alabama had four field goals. They should have had five if it weren't for the block. So they should have had 15 points just off field goals. If they let up one or two of those as a touchdown, then the game's over. So, uh I think the the Georgia defense was was the game changer and uh, whatever adjustments they made at halftime. So, just wanted to wanted to recap that. Congrats to the Georgia Bulldogs uh, on that one. We bet on Georgia, so that was fun. I was jumping up and down when that guy busted off that big that big run. Definitely, so was, uh, I was screaming. Yeah, an up and down game uh, going into the fourth quarter. They, they I never felt like they firmly had it, even when they scored that last touchdown to go up eight. And Alabama got the ball back with like two and a half minutes left. I'm like, shit. I'm like, they could really, if they're not going to win, tie the game, they're going to fuck the spread. That, that was my mentality because Georgia minus two and a half. So if they would have scored a touchdown, they would have uh, only been up by two. And if they would have missed I, had a, I, I actually, for some reason, felt fairly comfortable just because of how Georgia's defense has been playing the whole game. I didn't really think that they were going to let themselves play prevent defense in that situation. Uh, well, they kind of did glad they did until they, until they got that pick. Yeah. They, they let him get a couple, they let him get like a first down a little bit more, but they didn't let him like march down and get like 10, 12 yards at a time. Like most teams do No, So college football season has come to a close. I don't know what we ended up or down in college football. I would have to check our action network for that. Um, I have a feeling it's right around even if I had to guess, but what do I know? Um, let's see here. Well, I have like analysis on Action Network, but let me log in real quick. Or it could not come up because Action Network's being a big old can of poopy right now. Yeah. There we go. Uh, what would it be? Wouldn't even really be all time, would it? No, you have to scroll down and go to analysis, and I have to update it. I'm logging in right when now. When did the season start? It started on like uh, August, like mid-August. You can just go to go to mid-August. 
we were, I think we ended up like almost 18 units. Damn. I'm checking for sure right now. I want to say that's what it was. College football 2021. Here we go. Edit. And up until January, what's today? The 11th. Yep. Yeah. 2022. Done. Save. Save. College football. Yeah. We were 183, 161, and 6, and up 19.6 units in college football in 2021. So, again, guys, that was that's shitload of college picks, 350 to be exact, over 2021. Uh, so if you're not subbed to the Patreon, do so because that's 20 units in, in college football throughout the year. Um, a long season to be up at all is good. To be up 20 units, almost 20 units is awesome. So make sure you're checking that out. So that's college football. That's a wraps on the 21-22 season. Let's move on to, to something real quick that we absolutely have to touch on. I feel like we have to. I think our listeners want to hear our reactions to this before we talk about NFL playoff stuff. Brian Flores got fired in Miami. Uh, on Black Monday, they call it Black Monday the day after the last regular season of the NFL. To say I was shocked, it would be an understatement. I definitely did not see it coming, uh, but I understand it to a degree. Uh, I'll kind of let Travis t- take it from there. <clears throat> yeah, uh, I'm. I mean, I'm not really mad about it as much. And you like, I wasn't even really that mad. I was like, and that's kind of dumb. It's kind of what I expected. It's not like, you know, he. Uh, he took us to the promised land. I was telling one of our buddies this, uh, it's never been on the podcast before, but I was just like, I mean, he, he can't win. He hasn't won big games. Uh, he could be, uh, you know, one of the big reasons why we started off one and seven and the Dolphins started one and seven this year and, you know, recovered from it, but weren't able to recover enough to make the playoffs. Uh, whether or not he wanted to draft to, uh, he still got to take the wrath for him not being good enough. Uh, I mean, that's what it is. Yeah. yeah I was texting uh, while I was replying with uh, um, some, some Chicago people today on Twitter. Um, I think Brian Flores will be a great fit in Chicago. Uh, apparently he had an interview there. Uh, I think he's a, he's a great defensive minded coach, but here's, here's Brian Flores, ultimate demise, having four, four offensive coordinators, two of them this year and four offensive line coaches in three years, his inability to put together a competent staff, to build the offense, I think is was ultimately his demise. At and he's not going to be able to do that in Chicago either because that's what they need. They need offense. Their yeah, defense you're a, you're a head coach. I know you're a defensive minded head coach. The, our, the Dolphin defense was amazing at times. It wasn't always amazing. It was amazing at times. And he was as the head coach. It's your responsibility to build the staff around you to support areas where you're not as you're not an expert. You're not an expert in. Brian Flores is an offensive guy. He failed to hire off a offensive. I mean, for fuck's sake, he brought Chan Gailey out of retirement last year. Old-ass Chan Gailey. That was terrible. And, Jim, and, like, I just don't understand why they fired Flores and kept Greer. If it was, I think both should have went, but that's just my opinion. I think Greer has got something. You don't know, Chris Greer is the uh, GM or president of football operations, or the fuck they call it anymore. Um yeah, I mean, it was, it was a shock, but at the same time, I'm not going to lose sleep over it. I'm not really too concerned about it at the end of the day. It's product you put on the field, and the coach is only going to help that. So, I mean, we could go out and we could have Adam Gase, and we're still not going to make the playoffs. Like, unless we make the playoffs, I don't really give a flying shit. Honestly, I mean, I, I'd rather, yeah, I mean, making the playoffs, I'm going to say it right now, making the playoffs is fun and cool and all, but to me, it's about winning divisions and competing for Super Bowls. And Brian Flores, yes, he had our first two winning seasons back to back since 0203. Great. But like Travis said, he failed to show up in big games. The Buffalo game last year was a big one that we, it was a win in your end scenario. If we would have beat Tennessee in week 17, looking at it now, we would have been the five seed in the, in the AFC after everything that happened in week 18. So, and we just utterly failed to show up in that game, at, like in all aspects. Yeah. I mean, it, not to say, I mean, he's not a bad coach because he's not. No. He's just not. He's just not a great coach. He's not going to be the yeah. coach that he's going to need some help. Maybe he needs to be 
And you know what? He might go to his next head coaching job and, and do a decent job and maybe make the playoffs on a wild card. I don't think he's going to win you a division um, unless you just have like an offense, like a Patrick Mahomes around you or someone who's really going to be a playmaker regardless of what they have. Uh, I feel like I think, he's I think probably he, I think better he could... suited as a defensive specialist though. Yeah, I think he could in Chicago just because of where that division's at right now, especially if Rodgers leaves. The NFC North is wide open. Denver's I think been another Field spot. Sucks. Denver's another spot where he's been rumored. If he goes there, you're that's that's a death sentence. Like, yeah, I mean that that whole uh, that whole team is just in, in shambles right now. I mean, Vic Fangio. I wanted to punch him in the face after that press conference he gave. Oh, it's it? terrible. Yeah, you can't. You he can't. blamed Basically. it all on his quarterbacks, and I'm just like, yeah. You got Teddy Bridgewater and started him. You thought that he was going to fix your problems. Yeah, and not that Drew. I mean, like, not that Drew Locke's like you know a stud or anything. But even even if you're, who I don't care who you're talking about. Like, you just threw both your quarterbacks under the bus. And like, do you think they're ever going to want you? You had to know as soon as like he went home rewatched that he's like, fuck, I'm fired. Like, I'm you can't you can't drag. Oh, I thought that was after. I thought. Oh yeah, I guess that was after the game. I think he knew though. He knew he was getting fired. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Maryland sports fans, there's only one sports book in the great state of Maryland with over 50 years experience booking bets and supporting customers. Betfred Sportsbook at Long Shots is now open and is the only sports book in Frederick offering cash betting on football, basketball, world soccer, and more. Visit the Betfred Sportsbook at I-270 and MD-85 in Frederick, right next to Longshot's Off-Track Betting. Go to BetfredSports.com for more information and your chance to win exclusive merchandise. Must be 21 or older. Play responsibly. For help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Yeah. yeah so, done there. Anyway, um, with, with, with Flores, um, you know, I, I'll, I'll say one more thing about this. I watched a video. Frank the Tank at Barstool, Dolphins fan, was super pissed off. Big Cat was trying to calm him down, and he goes – Frank, you guys act like you just you just fired Vince Lombardi. Like, do we even know if Brian yeah. Flores is a good coach? Like, the slow starts, the failure to show him big games. Like, he said, just calm down and wait. So, one will, on this. We're, go ahead. I will one say thing. one thing. Uh, but while I'm not that mad that he was fired, because I don't think it's that big of a deal, I'm kind of mad in the time that they did it because yeah. we're probably a year away from a full offensive rebuild, like with two and everything. You should have just brought brought Flores back, let them again probably not make the playoffs next year because Tua is not going to take us to the playoffs, and then clean the whole coaching staff, you know, head coach because they always bring in their new one, and then get a new quarterback and build around that. Instead, now it's going to put us in this weird limbo where it's like, okay, they're going to bring in a head coach, and he's going to have to do a Tua for a year, and then maybe you like Tua and he's not good enough, and then like, who knows? That could take us to another four years of like weeding two out of the bushes. I don't know. Yeah. There's also a lot of like uh, big players on, on option years that I think we need to bring back Emmanuel Ogba and Mike Gesicki being two of them. Um, apparently Gesicki was going to be on the way out with Flores because he didn't fit in his scheme. I hope that whoever they bring in can use them. If you're asking me who I, who I want to hire Eric B is at the top of my list because Eric B enemy, uh, there's a certain quarterback for, for a place for Houston who loves Eric Bieniemy? So if you hire Eric Bieniemy, I think that automatically says because Ro- Ro- Stephen Ross even said, "I'm not going to make the decision on Tua. I think the Tua is Tua is a good quarterback, but whoever the new coach is will make the decision on a quarterback." I think you hire Bieniemy, it's almost a shoe, and you're going to go for Watson. Um, I don't think he's going to leave. Uh, I know he probably is going to want a head coaching job at some time. I don't know how old he is. I think he's in his like he's 40s, 50, isn't he? 53. Okay. Uh, a big one, I thought, and I don't know how much you're going to agree with it, but it's going to be a young coach who could provide a really good spark. And I, and I it's thought it's this before, before Locked On Finn said it, Kellen Moore. Kellen Moore is so 33 years on, old. Locked On Finn's a great Dolphins podcast. Not that anyone who listens to us would give a shit, but Kellen Moore <laughs> would be great, I think, 
and he really kind of sold me on it because he's had a top five offense every year. He has Dak Prescott. Even the year he didn't have Dak Prescott last year, they were still a top 20 offense. That's pretty fucking impressive. So I think, yeah. yes, if you're going to, if you have that one more year of two, I think he can come up with schemes that can make to a, like, man, like, like a game manager. Let the defense do their job and be a game manager. Um, and then make sure if whoever – it's got to be an offensive mind head coach. If you just fired Flores and they hire a defensive mind head coach, you're an idiot because you probably just had yeah. one of the best defensive mind head coaches out there. Uh, yeah. It's got to be and an I offensive mind head coach who's going to ho- get a home run hire for, for a defensive coordinator. I don't know what's up with these uh, quarterbacks that were shitty that turned into really good uh, offensive coordinators and head coaches, but – you know, they're out there. Byron, Byron Leftwich is one. He kind of sucked. Kellen Moore was a horrible quarterback. And but he was but he was in the league for a long time. Undersized quarterback in the league. Like he he stuck around. Um Jim Harbaugh's not gonna happen. I don't really care that, that happened. I don't want Jim Caldwell. I know that's been thrown out there. He's sixty six years old. Doug Peterson's an interesting option just because of the offense that he runs. But we'll see. Todd I, I, Todd, he's but he's a defensive guy. Yeah, and he, I mean, he was defensive coordinator when we first became Dolphins fans. Yeah, and then so. he left to go to the Jets and was horrible. So I think Doug Peterson, Kellen Moore, uh, Eric Bieniemy, all decent options, and I would be okay with Byron Leftwich. Uh, what about the what about the OC from San Francisco? That young kid from Yale. I've never heard of him. Uh, you haven't? I think it's Matt McMichaels or something like that. Yeah, he, he, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just not. Gotta, I will be pissed. Uh, the Dolphins request an interview with uh, Vance Joseph. Also, I think did they? I think they did with Kellen Moore too, though. Um, Vance Dan Quinn, not not Kellen Moore yet. And then I and then the Bills' offensive coordinator, which I would hate because, because he's horrible outside of having Josh Allen. Yeah. So so far we've requested Kellen Moore, Vance Joseph, which is la- laughable. Dan Quinn. Uh, Mike McDaniel, the offense coordinator in San Francisco, and Brian Dable, um, uh, the uh, offense coordinator in Buffalo. Of so those, you're going to bring in Brian Dable, who, mind you, is Nick Saban, Bill Belichick coaching tree, taught uh, or coached to at Alabama. They're going to bring him in, and he's going to fall flat on his face, and it's going to be like, well, two more years, and we're going to have to restart this process all over again. It's going to be a waste that, of time, that's- just like I was saying. That's that was my one big thing with Brian Flores. Like he, it was a rebuild, complete rebuild. He had it training in the right direction, like you said. I would have liked one more year, and if he didn't make the playoffs next year, then it's time to move on. But it is what it is. Then you can move on from him and Tua. But yeah, at the either same way. Time. Oh, I did want to say, I did want to say one more thing before we moved out of uh, the coaching stuff. I saw everyone, and I wasn't one of these people. I hope you weren't either. Uh, on what was that Sunday night, the Chargers game? And then Monday, I was like, Brandon Staley better be fired today. Or like, he better be, you know, looked at you being fired. I'm like, while he did make stupid decisions, look how bad Anthony Lynn was last year. And then the the step up that they made with Brandon Staley this year. Like, I you can't did, fire I, him after that. I tweeted out what he did was a fireable offense. Like, if you are a coach that is on the hot seat, that – But he, he was in that game. I, I Okay. That was a fireable offense, though. I think he is a moronic coach. I don't think he will last more than in two more years in L.A. I think he will ruin Justin Herbert's career. Because uh, no, you can't. He can't. It's not gonna ruin his career because he lets him, you know, do his thing. He's not. He's not. Might not take him to the playoffs and make him deep yeah. in the playoffs. But I mean, he could be a successful. He's like QB. A good. Our good friend Irby said he goes. He it's he it's like he's like. Playing coaching like he's playing Madden all the time. Like that. Yeah. I understand you want to be flashy. Forget being and, aggressive, but yeah, come on. But, that, the play call was stupid. I would say that would be fireable for someone who'd been there for a few years and wasn't doing that great. This is his first year, right? Why? Why? Yeah. Why are you calling the time out there though? There. If you you get the ball back, what are you going to do with twenty seconds and no time? Yeah, you're not going to get the ball back. I don't know what. Literally, still, I've thought about it. I woke up on Monday morning not even realizing the national championship game was on. And I was still thinking about that fucking game. Still thinking. Yeah. About that was insane. I, we, we bet on the Chargers, so we lost money, but I, that, that was probably the best 
regular season NFL game I've seen in a long, long, long. That drive by the Chargers where they just went down to in like it, they would get fourth and ten, fourth and eleven. I'm like, oh, this is over. This is over. And Herbert I mean, would finally the yeah. throws that Justin Herbert would would be able to make. Uh, he was getting just pressured all game, just plowed all game long. The throws he was able to make, and not only that, but like the throws that he made all game long that were just drops, just shitty drops. Like just... I, I even texted you. I said, "There's one that Keenan Allen dropped." I'm like, "Man, that, that just doesn't happen." Because he Keenan waited Allen for it doesn't. to hit off his freaking chest plate. And yeah, like, yeah, Keenan like... Allen just doesn't drop passes though. No, it was it was crazy. It was, it was wild, but anyway, the the Brandon Staley thing. I think, I think he'll he'll probably learn a little bit next year. I bet he we'll goes see. back in the off season. He's like, you know, I probably did some stupid things. Either way, uh, that I don't sucks. Know how far they, they were they, in the playoffs. I don't know, man. They're a team that like if they would like they were gonna be my dark horse AFC team. Now I don't really have one to be honest with you. Like I don't see I anybody, have one, and we're gonna talk about it. We are so. Let's move on to NFL playoffs. Wildcard weekend. We're super pumped. We got um, games on Saturday, Sunday, and Monday for the first time ever. So it's pretty exciting that we get games on all three days this weekend. Uh, we get two games on Saturday, three on Sunday, and one on Monday. The one thing that sucks about the spacing is like there will never be – if there are two games on at the same time, it will be like as a game is ending and another game starting. I like that when they used to have it. The game's kind of overlapping, but it will be fun to stretch it across three different days. Um, Travis has got to try. He's got the new Bud Light. Uh, what are they called? The soda seltzers, the hard soda seltzers. So I, here, here here's my thing with these. Uh, do they, do they taste like those Henry's hard sodas that came out with a few years ago? Uh, so I, I just got finished with the orange one and it actually kind of does. It's, it's like, it's sweet, but it's not like crazy sweet. There's zero sugar in them. So, uh, and like they, they do a lot better job of like masking like the horrible alcoholic aftertaste that the Henry's hard soda ones had. Like yeah. that's what I remember. Um, so the, the orange one was good. I'm going to try the cherry cola one. Very interested to see how this plays out. Yeah. I'm living vicariously through Travis right now. Cause I'm doing uh, dry January at least for as long as I can. Wow. Good. I love, I love uh, cherry soda is my favorite soda. So I love cherry Coke. This literally yeah. tastes like a cherry Coke. Oh my God. I love cherry soda. It's incredible. I It's weird. Like, Cause I don't like, I, I like the, cherries, cherries by themselves, but I like cherry flavored stuff. I don't either. And so the, I was nervous for the cherry cola one. There's a regular cola and then a, a lime one, which I'm assuming tastes like Sprite or Mountain Dew. These are really good so far. I've only had two. I had the Bud Light sour seltzers, which whenever we tried the, uh, the natty sours back in the summer, on the podcast, we really like those. These Bud Light Cellar ones, 10 times better and by far the best seltzer pack you can buy right now. Hard soda ones might might surpass that so far. Oh, wow. I'm definitely going to have to pick those uh, two, both of those up and try them whenever I break this little uh, this little dry spell I'm on. Uh, also pumped up, uh, if you guys didn't see the TikTok, Bud Light Next comes out in February. It's literally a zero grams of carb, zero grams carb beer. 80 calories, zero grams of carb. I'm interested to see what it tastes like. I'm a big like low low carb diet guy, so when I'm dieting, that'll, that'll be a nice option. It's four percent too, so they didn't really compromise they any didn't. alcohol. No, four. It's yeah, it, normal Bud Light's like four point four. So I think like because like I I get seltzers. You know, seltzers don't have hardly have any grams of carbs. I think a White Claw is like two. Uh, how many do those have carb wise? Three. Uh, the so the sour ones had three. The hard soda ones have two. So yeah, those are super low. But here's the thing: like if I'm out in the summer trying to watch the summer bod, I can't be slamming seltzers all day long. Like I can only probably do like five or six max. Um, I'm pumped for the Bud Light next because I think it's kind of like a Corona premiere almost. Is, is I think what the Bud Light next will be like. But yeah, um, absolutely. NFL playoffs. The thing, of, the thing about the sorry sour seltzers is they have a lot of sodium. That's why they give you heartburn. But these soda ones have a fifth of the sodium that the sour ones do. So they really aren't going to give you heartburn or just, you know, make your stomach hurt like shit. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, I'm definitely going to have to give those, give those a whirl. Uh, but let's move on to talk about NFL playoffs. Again, stretching across three days. Before we dive into 
you know, the games themselves, each game this weekend and the gambling aspect of it and maybe some futures because I have four teams that I might play some some futures on like we did last year. Um, let's do a little exercise or exercise, whatever you call it. I saw this TikTok exercise. today. Exercise, woohoo. This guy said, how mad – I'm going to rate – I'm going to go through each of the playoff teams and describe my mood uh, or how I would feel if each of them won the playoffs or each of them won the Super Bowl. So we'll kick it off with the one seeds. So we'll start with the NFC one seed Packers. How would you feel if the Packers won the Super Bowl? Like, um, so like, are we doing like a scale of one to something mad? No, just be like, no, just be like, you know, I would, you know, I'd feel this way or I'd be indifferent about it. Um, I would, I don't know if I'd be indifferent. I wouldn't really be mad, but I'd be like, eh, like I, I could think of a lot more teams that I'd like to see win. Not really necessarily in this playoff tree, but I'm just not the biggest fan of Aaron Rodgers. I just think he's kind of just like a. A, a weird human. I don't really like him that much. He's a really weird uh, guy, but yeah, I, I do he, like, him. he's just, he gets on my nerves sometimes and he kind of acts like he's too cool for, for all of it. I just, I've always, I've always thought, and I know Ethan short, big fan of the podcast, had him on big Packers fan. I've just never gotten into watching Packers games. I think they're almost, they're always boring unless Aaron Rodgers needs like a game winning drive. Yeah. I agree and they have Walmart looking jerseys. Yeah, i I wouldn't be I wouldn't be mad at all if the Packers won. I would I wouldn't mind seeing Aaron Rodgers get another one. He's only got one under his belt. Uh, scale of one. All right, we'll do scales of one to ten. Then how how like one like one ten being, being happy, one being mad. Okay, Packers. I'd be like a I would say a seven. Okay, I'd be like a four. Okay, Titans. I would be a one. I would probably be a two. Uh, three weeks ago, I probably would have been a seven. Um, but we found out that they had probably a bottom five garbage fan base that is just absolute shithole humans. Literally, I'm, are, I'm terrible. They are horrible. They they all seem like they just got into football within the last three years, probably because they did. Uh, and they're just losers and they're assholes, and that's all I have to say. Yeah, we went to the, the we're talking this from firsthand experience. We went to the Dolphins Titans game. And they were just berating us for no good reason. I understand. I understand getting a little banter and doing a little shit talk. We literally had people like flipping us off, telling us to go fuck off and 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 die and all this shit. And I'm just like, all right, this is getting to be too much. So much to where one the one Tennessee fan around us that was nice was in front of us next to next to some Dolphins fans. He turned around. And he said, "Hey guys, don't worry about them." And gave me a fist bump. That guy's cool. The rest of you guys can fuck off. Um, yeah, uh, Titans won. Uh, I do not want to see them win at all. I especially because I fucking can't stand Ryan Tannehill. Yeah, I just think I think all their fans are 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 uh, fake and they're absolutely one hundred percent bandwagon fans. They're obviously fair weather as can be. Um, so I yeah, I don't really care to see them win. There are a maybe one more team that I would have, maybe two more teams that I would have below them. Uh, All right, we'll go yes. to the two seeds: Bucks, Buccaneers, Tom Brady. Uh, I would be like a five here. It's just I've 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 seen him winning a lot of Super Bowls. I would be kind of numb to it. I'll give him like a six. Uh, I'd be like, I, it's not that I don't want him to. He's on the very, very, very bottom of the spectrum of. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hey, if you've had a bladder leak today, listen up. I get it. I tried pills and pads for years but couldn't find relief until I found Axonix Therapy. It's a tiny device that put me back in control of my bladder. Why not see if it could work for you? Visit findrealrelief.com. That's findrealrelief.com. Consult a bladder specialist to find out if Axonix is right for you. Results and experiences may vary. For more information about safety and potential risks, go to findrealrelief.com. Okay, cool. Yeah, so I, I gave him five, middle of the road, whatever. Saw him winning last year. Chiefs. If he doesn't win MVP, I would be happy to see him win just because I don't think Aaron Rodgers should get it. Okay. Next. We can talk about that later. Chiefs. One. 
One for the Chiefs. I would put the One. Chiefs at a three above the Titans. I would rather see the Chiefs win it than the Titans. Fuck the Titans. Everyone, everyone knows I, how I feel about the Chiefs. Three. Yeah. Three I for would, me, one for I Jones. absolutely despise him. Every time I think, after we went to the Titans game this, just this past week, I thought that I was like, you know what? Maybe the Chiefs aren't so bad. Maybe I could I would root for the Chiefs over the Titans. And then every time I just fucking watch the Chiefs play, it just angers me to the pit of my all being. And I just want to fucking strangle someone's neck. So if it were the Titans and Chiefs in the AFC Championship game, I'd have to root for the Chiefs. Or I'm sorry, Chief. the Titans. I would go. I'd, I'd have the to. Chiefs. Anyway. I'd have to. I can't see the Chiefs win another Super Bowl. I, I literally can't. Okay. It is what it is. We'll move on. Uh Go up, go on to the Cowboys. Uh, Cowboys, I would actually be like an eight for the Cowboys. I, I would like to see them see them win one. Yeah, I would say an eight too. I think they deserve it. Um, Dak deserves it, even though he can play like absolute ass sometimes. The only thing is, like, some of their fans are a little bit much. But I mean, they literally they're America's team, so you have dumbasses who are Yankees fans who are Cowboys fans too. So um, Zeke, STL kid, getting a ring that'd be kind of cool. So. Uh, Cowboys eight for me. Bills, Bills for me are ten. also pretty high up. Yep, ten. Yep, I was. Yep, I'm going ten as a team. I want. I, I'm going to root for in the playoffs. It, it worries me though because they're not playing super well going into the playoffs. But they're playing D. They're playing better than a lot of teams are though. Yeah, I would say. So Bill- I mean, you look at this last week. Yeah, yet the Bills. I mean, the Bills didn't blow out the Jets, but the weeks prior they've had some pretty good games. Yeah, Bills are at a nine or a ten for me. I would love to see them win it. Uh, four seeds, Rams, one. Yeah, uh, I'd say two, just because of Cooper Cup. That's literally the only he he bumps Matt from Stafford. One to two. Matt Stafford. I'd if like you're gonna Matt do Stafford. all right, three. I'll give him a three yeah, say, just because of those yeah. two. Those two give him two points. Everyone else yeah, can suck say, a dick. Yeah, three, three for me or for the Rams. Um, Bengals. Uh, four. I'm gonna go with six, just because. Uh, we had a good experience in Cincinnati with their fans, but uh, they also have lost. They lost two Super Bowls. That in the was 80s. before the team they are now, though. That's true. Um, I I also say six. I wouldn't mind. Like it's a, like one of those things where am I going to be pissed if they win? No, but you know if they if they win it, cool, whatever. Um, I would be like the. I'd be on the on the angry side, but the least bit angry. I just you guys all know I'm not. I haven't always been the biggest, you know, Joe Burrow backer, but it is what it is. Yeah, five seeds, Cardinals. Um, four. Probably. Like, probably I hate, like I hate Kyler Murray. Three or four. I hate the Cardinals for what they did to the city of St. Louis back in the day. Um, and that midgets lost line. me so much money. <laughs> I hate Dude, him. they had that shit locked up on. That's just, it's pathetic. I hate him. He does that shit. He does it shit to me all the time. I hate him. Maybe uh, even lower than a four. It's even like it's more Cliff, King, Cliff Kingsbury too. Fucking calling those stupid ass plays. Um, so yeah, I would say like a four for me. Raiders, two or three. I, I used to like Derek Carr. I no longer like him. He's that guy. I, I told Travis this on Sunday night. He's that guy that reminds the teacher that you guys had homework when the teacher was gonna forget. Like he just has a super fucking punchable face. And I like, but he is a really good guy. Like I actually I don't, don't give a shit. Mind Derek Carr. I really don't mind him. Just something about the team itself that I hate too. Like just looking at him and their stadium because I know that like I don't know, it just makes me so mad. And yeah, they shouldn't like be a, there. They've gotten there on complete bullshit. Yeah, exactly. The refs have bailed them out. So I'm gonna say I'd give, I give him a I'll give him a four just because I know they won't win it, but I'd be a little angry if they did. All right, six seeds, Niners. They're going to be like a seven or eight, probably an eight for me. I, I was going to give them an eight. Yeah, they should have won it three, two, two years ago, or three. Yeah, two, 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 two Super Bowls ago. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. Everyone always shit talks Jimmy G. Uh, I, I mean, like I, I like Jimmy when G. he's doing bad, but I like Jimmy G. Everyone's like, oh, he sucks. He sucks. Trey Lance is horrible. Okay, put Trey Lance yeah. in, and he's going. They're going to do awful. Plus, but I mean, they never quit in that. They never quit in that game on Sunday. I like I like Shanahan, so I like it. I give him an eight too. Pats won. Yeah, I hate everything about the Patriots. Yeah. I, it's I didn't hate Mac Jones until until he, beca- he became. Yeah, I was gonna say like I didn't hate him in Alabama, but him just everyone, dude. That Dolphins game on Sunday, 
when we were kicking their ass, they were slobbing on his dick, dude. They were literally like, oh man, what a great fake handoff by, by, by that Jones did there. And then he proceeded to throw an incompletion. Yeah. I mean, he didn't play that great of a game. If Mac Jones would have went to San Francisco, uh, I I would like San Francisco probably even more because why not? I just hate Patriots. Yeah. Yeah. One. Uh, Seven seeds. Eagles. Eagles for me. Five. A five? I would say like. They just won it. That's true. Within the last five years, they've won a Super Bowl. Right. I'm going to give them a. Maybe six. Yeah. I'm going to give them. I'll give them a six. I'm going to give them a seven. I would mind. I I I have grown to like Jalen Hurts. Honestly, I think he's a he's a, yeah. I like Jalen Hurts. He's a playmaker. Um, Steelers like a two, one or a two. Only thing would be cool. Uh, Big Ben winning a Super Bowl, but a, a two just because he, they go from a one to a two because like a retirement Super Bowl. I will be rooting for them this weekend. Obviously, you should be too. They won't win, but yeah, sure. You know what? Like I'm like. For, there's something about I'm not saying they're going to win, but I'm like envisioning this game in my head. We'll and talk like, about it. We don't. I, I, I don't want to talk it. about the games. This this is the overall playoffs. Uh, I would I'd give them. So I gave the Eagles a six. I'd give the Steelers a six. Yeah. Okay. So there we go. We obviously don't want the Titans. We don't want the Chiefs. We don't want the Rams. We don't want the Cardinals, the Raiders, or the Pats to win it. So anyone else I'd be go. okay with. I would say yeah, kind of middle of the road. Um. Playoff futures. So last year, if you guys who don't follow us, we hit at the beginning of the playoffs. We put out four futures. Um, we hit on a pretty big one. Uh, uh, we hit on the Bucks at plus twelve hundred. Who's going to be our Bucks this year, Travis? Is there a Bucks out there? I have four teams on my ball right now that I'm like I could put a future out on them and I could see them winning the whole thing. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Is it under playoffs? No. What's that? It's under team futures. Team futures on DraftKings. Super Bowl winner. So are we going thousand and up? I have one under a thousand, and I will tell you the one under a thousand is the Buffalo Bills at plus seven fifty. Yeah. That'd I be think mine. Yeah. That'd be mine. It's to find a team like last year with that much value, uh, the Cowboys plus twelve hundred. There's your there's I'm your gonna buttons. So here's so I was gonna I'll tell you this tell you this later. Do I'm going to put out a feature on the Niners and the Cowboys. Niners are plus 2,000, Cowboys are plus 1,200. Here's my hot take. The winner of the Niners-Cowboys game this weekend will represent the NFC in the Super Bowl. I fully believe that. The winner of that game will go on to, to, to the Super Bowl. That's a bold statement. I don't mind it. That's, Definitely not taking the Packers because that those odds suck. Yeah. Uh, you could yeah, you could I you mean, could take the Bucks at plus eight hundred. Uh, I don't think the 49ers have enough, so I I'd really be rooting for the Cowboys this weekend if you if I was going to do that. Even though you obviously lose a little bit of value, but plus twelve hundred for the Cowboys and what their offense can do and what their defense is able to do, I think that they're a really underrated team heading yeah. into the playoffs. Yeah, so I I did two from each conference. I did the Niners and the Cowboys. Obviously, right out of the gate, I'm going to lose one of those because they play each other this weekend, but I, I fully believe that the winner of that game will go on to the Super Bowl. And they obviously have the Bills at plus 750. My other one in the AFC that I think if their offense stays as hot as they have been, they can really make a run is the Bengals at plus 1600. Um, that's no, the only I don't other think one. so. Joe Burrow, he's too young. He's never been there, never been in that situation. Uh, but there's literally nobody else in the AFC then worth worth a damn, to be honest with you. Uh, no. No, there is not. You're no. not going to go Bengals, and you don't want to do the Packers because they're plus 380. You don't want to do the Chiefs because they're plus 450. I mean, the if Chiefs you, might be worth a, a little bit. I'll say, if, if you're going to do three or four and do a unit on each, and if the Chiefs ended up hitting it, you're still you're still netting positive money there. Barely half unit, but yeah. But still, I mean, still, uh, you yeah, still have the ch- you still have the chance of you know the Niners or the Cowboys or the the Bills winning it, and you win at least three units at a minimum. So yeah, uh, I don't know if you guys want to find more value with conference winners. Bills are plus three fifty if you want to take that to make it to the Super Bowl, basically, and the Cowboys are plus six hundred in that. Yep, and the Niners are plus a thousand. 
on that. So, well, it's it's definitely interesting. I I would go down a limb and and I would do the Super Bowls. I'm going to do that method. I'm going to pick the four, and that, those are four: Chiefs, Bills. I'm going to do Cowboys and Niners. That that's going to be my four. Chiefs, Bills, Cowboys, Niners. I might do Chiefs, Bills, uh, Bucks, Cowboys. I can't do. I cannot think of a scenario where the Bucks make it. They're they're too banged up. I'm not saying they're going to be first round elimination, but I don't think that they're going to make that big of a run. Hold on, pump uh, the brakes because you control our social media and you've been saying that for weeks now. Travis goes on what? little tirades on Sundays. Um, the, the, I, I said the Bucks won't make it far. You said first saying, round bounds. Well, then you said you said <laughs> you said both that was before the fucking matchup. <laughs> Travis said Car- right cards and Rams both first round bounce, and our buddy Brad overseas is like. I bet you any amount of money that they that they're both not first round bounces. That was before the games were over. Before the games were over, and I know, shit, fair enough. But I I think the Bucks might win a game. I don't think they'll win two games. Uh, yeah, I guess that's it. I guess I okay. have to do Niners because I'm not betting on the Bucks. And I'm sure shit, not betting on the Rams. So there we go. You have our you have the the two jump brothers official four guys did this strategy last year. It panned out. We did in the, M- the MLB playoffs, did not pan out there. Chiefs at plus 450, Bills at plus 750, Cowboys at plus 1200, and Niners at plus 2000. A unit on each. And just you're basically taking four out of the 14 teams, a small percentage of them, and hoping that one of those four wins the whole damn thing. Um, let's move on to talking about gambling for the super wild card weekend games. I got some pretty interesting uh, little nuggets for it's us tough. on it's these tough. games. The first game, let's kick into it. Let's go to Saturday. Saturday, we got two, a- two AFC games. First game's at 3.30 Central Time. Raiders at Bengals. The line has moved a little bit since I made the script this morning, Travis, so bear with me here. Saturday, 3.30, Raiders at Bengals. Bengals are the home. All home teams are favorites this weekend. Bengals are five-point favorites. The over-under is 49.5. Um, I think the Bengals just, are going to kick the absolute shit out of them. Underdog, okay. And the last four years, underdogs in Wild Card Weekend, fifteen and three against the spread, four and two against the spread last year. Cool. Well, after this game, they're going to be fifteen and four. <laughs> they, I they, actually, like, there's no matchup. There's no matchup. It, it is not a matchup. I think, no. I think that the that the Bengals are going to be able to just do whatever they want to this Raiders defense. Uh, they got a little banged up. On Sunday night, which they should just fucking kneeled it out. They wouldn't have done that. Yeah, got a little banged up. Uh, they lost that uh, their big, huge defensive tackle, which would be a presence. Uh, obviously, not going to be anymore because he got carted off the field. Um, T. Higgins, Jamar Chase, Tyler Boyd, Joe Mixon, Joe Mix Mixon. Uh, they're going to mow all over him at home. No doubt all right, about it. So. So here's here's some data to back that up. Bengals are ten and two in their last twelve ga- against the spread in their last twelve game, games against the Raiders. Raiders are zero and six against the spread in their last six games at Cincinnati. Um, this is a little concerning. Bengals are one and seven straight up in their last eight Saturday games. Um, but fucking day of the again, week. Yeah, I know the the other two are are a lot more telling in my opinion. Uh, also, I like the over in this game. Seems super low. I think a lot of points are gonna be scored. We know Cincinnati can score. Overs are eleven and three in uh, the last fourteen games where Cincinnati is the favorite. So my pick is the over forty nine and a half. But I do not mind Travis's Bengals minus five. Um, so there we go. Easy. I know you're crossing the zero line, but that's essentially a, a money line pick because uh, I really don't think the Bengals lose. And then you're getting the over at forty two. Um, my thing here with this too is the fact that the Raiders just gave it their fucking absolute all on Saturday night yep. or on Sunday night. They have five, I'll call it five, five and a half days of rest. Bengals didn't even start their starters last week. Will that will that hurt them? Will, if, they're they're young. Seen. They're not old yeah. fucking senile pricks. They're young. Yeah. So okay, so that's that's the Raiders Bengals game, like Bengals minus five and the over forty nine and a half, or tease them like Travis said. Seven fifteen, Pats and Bills. Bills are four point favorites at home. The over under has actually moved up a full point and a half since I wrote the script this morning. It's going from forty two and a half to forty four. I'm going to lead this off. I like the under of forty four in this game. 
because it is moving in our direction there. The total's going up. People are taking the over. It is the division game. It is the third time these teams have played each other. They know each other like the back of their fucking hand. To, I, weather in Buffalo may be really shitty on, on Saturday night, too. I like this under, especially. I was like on the fence about it. It was a lean for me. Now it's official play because it's moved in my favor. Under 44 for me. I don't know if the weather's shitty. I don't know if I like the buff the Bills in that game. I know, I don't either. That's why I'm taking time. Mary redeemed a fifty thousand dollar cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over eighty casino style games to choose from, you too could win life changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to chumbacasino.com and give them a world. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Yeah. Otherwise, and you're gonna call me crazy, but I don't. I hate the four points uh, in this game. Pats, Pats, Pats plus four. No, you're gonna call me even crazier. Bills money line. That's. Oh, I know it, and I know you're not getting a lot of value. But I would rather do that and lose than get burned on the minus four. Minus one ninety is what is is what it's at right now. What about an alternate line instead? I think that's probably a little bit better. If you you can do Bills minus, uh, you can do Bills minus uh, two at minus one seventy. Bills minus or, two at minus one, or two and a half at minus one sixty. At that point, you're at that point, you might as well just take a money line. So Travis on a gambling podcast. I'm doing. I'm doing two units on the money line. Don't care. Minus one ninety. Okay. The four points is weird. I could argue for Pats plus four just because that stat we said underdogs being fifteen. Exactly, and I don't want to be rooting for the Patriots. That's true. Because I don't think they're going to win, and I think I think that I think there's a better chance of them of the Bills blowing them not blowing them out but winning comfortably than the Patriots covering. I just don't like the four. I don't like the way the Pats looked last week at all against the Dolphins, a Dolphins team that really had nothing to play for, and they still got their dicks beat in by them. Not really. The score was a lot closer than how bad that game was for for a while. Um, so okay, there we go. I like the under. Call me Travis a pussy, doing- but I've taken I've taken hockey money lines there minus one ninety. So and USC money lines there minus one ninety. Why not? That's true. Playoff game. That's true. You're gonna you're gonna get dragged in the mud on Twitter when we put that out. But whatever. Don't care. Uh, talk people. All these betting. All these. I'm gonna I'm gonna get this out there right now. I said it to Travis. Every fucking one on Twitter now has a model, and I'm using air quotes. Their model is gonna tell you that you're losing closing line value there, Travis. Well, you know what? I don't care if the Bills win by five. I'm still winning money. Yep, exactly. And I I'm might not be your... winning as much money, but I'm yeah. gonna laugh my ass off. If they win by three, and I win, and you don't. <laughs> laugh my I don't. Ass I don't off. hate that. I don't hate that at all. Sunday games, noon. Eagles at Bucks. Bucks are eight and a half point favorites. The over under is forty nine. I think I. I think I like the underdog here, guys. It's tough. It's eight and a half is a weird. Is a weird of number. What Eagle, of what the Eagles did last week. Scares me. What they do last week? I, I didn't pay attention. I got the to. I was shit gone most of the inside. by the Cowboys. Without their starter, without the cow. Well, they played their starters though. The Cowboys they did, did but yeah. that's still concerning. Eagles started guard playoffs. Eagles started Gardner Minshew, like you said. And Gardner Minshew's dog shit. <clears throat> I don't yeah. care. It's a small, small play for me. I like one unit on the Eagles plus eight and a half. We haven't taken a I dog. I definitely wouldn't bet the Bucks here. No, yeah, and I don't like the over under. It's a weird over under. Forty nine is weird to me. I could see this being a seventeen to ten game. I could see it being a, a forty to thirty three game. I, I mean, you don't know. Uh, so that's why I like the Eagles plus eight and a half to set a unit. They're five and here you go, five and one against the spread in their last six playoffs games. With their in their last six playoff games, Bucks have only covered two or four down the stretch. I like it. I can I can dig it. I would I would lean that way. I was going to try to come up with a teaser but i don't really know which way i'm leaning on the over under so i'll just straight up take the eagles fuck it and um, let's not forget i know the bucks went on a crazy run won the super bowl last year they really struggled 
in that first round game against Taylor fucking Heineke and the Washington football team last year in the first I round. I mean, they've just been struggling. Like they struggled in the first half against the Panthers. Granted, they pulled away in the second half, but it's the Panthers in the last game of the season that, that really didn't mean a whole lot. This is a playoff game. I mean, it's it's hard to believe that that with the struggles that they've had, they're gonna be able to beat a team in the playoffs by nine points. Yeah. No, I I, I oh. don't I don't disagree. So plus eight and a half for me uh on the Eagles. Three thirty game. Niners at Cowboys. This is a this is a hard one because the half point here. Niners at uh, Cowboys. Is it at three? Cowboys. It's three and a half. Minus three and a half Cowboys over under 15 and a half. I, I think we're able to do this because fuck it. Cause you can do this everywhere now. If you're betting on a mobile app is take alternate lines. Uh, I would take the Cowboys at minus two and a half at minus minus one fifty, And that's a two unit play for me. I like the Niners at an alternate line of plus four at two units. Um, I think that is leaves be- literally one point leeway. Yeah, it the does. Cowboys have to win by three for us to win. I like. <laughs> I'm I'm betting the Niners here. We don't. This is the play that we don't have to put on the Patreon because we disagree on it. I like the Niners here. I think the Niners are hot. Um, the Cowboys are one- much better team on offense. Uh, Dallas is three and ten against the spread in their last thirteen playoff games. Take with that okay, you but like. how long does that date back to? That dates back to fucking before Dak and everyone was there. Yeah, but I'm just saying. I'm just saying. And uh, you can't you can't pull out a against a spread stat for people who weren't even there. It's the fucking that's Cowboys. Fucking man. like that's like saying, "Hey, I won the last. I won my last six bets with my left sock on. Didn't mean shit because I wasn't playing the fucking game, but I won them." <laughs> yeah, I don't think I don't think that has yeah. any correlation at all, but. Uh, I don't know. I like the Niners here. I'm, I'm high on the Niners. They're my surprise team. I still think the Cowboys can win this game. And the Niners can cover the spread. So take the alternate plus four. I'm doing it two units. So uh, maybe a game that we're not going to agree on. We will agree to disagree. This last game on the night, I don't love anything in it. 715 Steelers at Chiefs. Chiefs 12 and a half point favorites at home. Over under is 46. I don't have an official play in this game. I have a lean. And for those of you who don't aren't on the Patreon, leans aren't official plays. They're like, hey, if you want to, if you want to gamble in this game, here's how we're leaning. Low units. Um, but I'll Travis said Travis said he has a vision for this game, so I'll let him t- take it away. Kansas just won by one. Damn. Oh well. Iowa State had a buzzer beater three to win. That's what I was holding hands up. Uh, I do have official play. It's gonna be Steelers plus 12 and a half with one unit. Uh, that's what we were talking about earlier. Not that I think that they can win, but their defense is good enough. And I think the Chiefs offense has been stagnant enough this year to uh, to not be able to get the ball moving at like a fast enough rate in the game to allow the Steelers to hold on, either take an early lead or them not be able to pull away and the Steelers kind of make it like semi-close at the end. 12 and a half is just way too many in a playoff game, especially for Big Ben's potentially last game. I also agree. If I'm leaning away, I'm leaning Steelers plus 12 and a half. It's a big line. I do think this is a game where the Chiefs are come out. They're going to be they're going to be kicking their ass all game long, but it leaves the door open. And that back door always stays open, especially how many times the fucking Steelers done, have how many times have they done a backdoor cover. It seems like they have one every other week. Not even that. So, the back door, like making the game close, not even just covering. Yeah, they get they, they, they get their ass three... kicked. They're getting their ass kicked for three quarters against the Ravens. Yeah, I, I say ass kicked. It was a close enough game, but they weren't able to do anything. I feel like this is kind of the thing that's going to happen this weekend. Uh, I'm not. I won't be mad if I get the doors blown off me by Patrick Mahomes and they win by 21. I will be mad if I bet the Chiefs and they come out and lay an egg and win by four. So, so that's gonna... true. I that's a good way to think of it. I'm going to lean Steelers and my uh, like. And if you're in a fit, it's official play for you, I'm leaning that way. I'll play it Steelers plus twelve and a half. That's the way to go. This Monday night game. This may be a game where no bet may be the best bet at all. Um. So cards at Rams Monday night game. Third time playing each other this year. Rams are three and a half point favorites at home. Over under is 49. Um, I will say this. None of these teams are in it, entering on a good note. 
And both this, I was like trying to find a, a, a advantage to go one way or the other. Both teams are zero and four in their last four playoff games against the spread. Both teams love it. Uh, I don't like against spread. If I had a team that's going to win, it's going to be the Rams. Hate the three and a half. Going over here. Uh, both of these games that they played each other have hit this over. And I think both of their defenses right now are not looking great and letting up big plays and touchdown drives pretty quickly. Uh, and that's what's going to happen in this game because their offenses can move the ball. So that's what I'm playing. Yeah. I was going to lean Cardinals money line just because I would love to root against the Rams. I can't uh, root and- for that fucking midget. Can't do it. <laughs> uh, but this may just be a game where, like you said, we, we root for points. I, I did when I initially looked at it. I thought the 49 was low. Especially if both of the year games, both so you're saying both the games they played in this year, they, where they played each other, the over they've been hit. over 50 points. Yeah, there you go. That's the play then. Over 49. So inside, right the li- they're in a dome, not going to have any weather affecting them. Yeah. So run down the list, guys. Saturday, Raiders and Bengals. Bengals. Travis likes Bengals minus five. I like the over of 49 and a half in that game. Uh, Pats and Bills. I like the under of 44. I might lock that in now, honestly, guys, when you hear this, because if that moves any further down, it's already moved up one and a half. Um, so under 44, Travis likes Bill's money line, a big money line play, but he likes it. Uh, Sunday games, we like Eagles plus eight and a half. Niners and Cowboys game, we disagree. Travis likes an alternate line of Cowboys minus two and a half. I like an alternate line of Niners plus four. So take with that what you will. And then uh, night game, we both like Steelers plus 12 and a half. And the Monday night game, we like the over of 49. I don't, I don't, outside of that Niners Cowboys game, we can't agree. I don't hate this card at all. We do, we have plenty of dogs in there. We've got the Eagles and the, and the Steelers. And then we've really only taken one favorite spread, and that's the Bengals, because I think we're, we think they're going to ship up them. Yeah. And other than I don't, Bill's money line. Uh, I don't well, that's, hate that's it. A, I, I hate it a lot. That's not a favorite spread. That's not a favorite yeah, spread. I hated it a lot more when I just looked at it. Uh, like initially, but I'm starting to like it a little bit more. So, and then maybe uh, I I wouldn't throw the Bills in a in a in a, in a parlay because I I could see them fucking it up, like you said, like especially if it's bad weather. But if we're gonna if we're gonna do Trent style here, let's do a surgical six, of surgical six, sur- surgical six of NFL Wild Card Weekend. It could be uh, spread over under. You can do two different plays in the same game. Um, All right, so taking Bengals money line. Bengals money line, okay. Here I'm, I'm going to avoid this. that. I got it too. Crack. I got it. Okay, Bengals money line. Uh, I, I, think, I could fuck with. I think you're going to avoid the Patriots Bills game at all cost. I would too, and I would I would not throw the Eagles in it. I don't know. I know I know minus four twenty, but maybe Bucks money line because I don't think they're going to lose to the Eagles. No, I could do that. So Bengals money line, Bucks money line, okay. Uh, this, this is gonna tough. be tough. What about the ticks? Because in this Niners Cowboys game, we were on the opposite sides, and the over under is fifty one. The Niners have a good defense. Yeah, the data literally says uh, there's the unders are like hitting a lot in Niners games, and the overs are hitting a lot in Cowboys games. So I would avoid that too. Um. I'm also avoiding them. I, I, you could throw in the over in the Rams game on there. I think. I think that's good enough to do. Yeah. Uh, could you do? Could you do? I don't know if you can do this. Chiefs money line and Steelers plus twelve and a half. I don't see why you couldn't. Can you do that? See it. I'm gonna see if you can. That's a weird. That's a weird. No, line. you can't. Yeah, I didn't think so. I think you could. I would not do Steelers plus twelve and a half. Ah, dude, what if the Chiefs lose that game, though? That's what I'm saying. I would do them plus 12 and a half. That's what you risk it for. That's one of our picks. After it on there, we're missing two. No, you got the Rams over, the Steelers. I would, I would honestly maybe even – I would throw the Raiders-Bengals over on there. That's okay. a low amount of points for teams that can score. We got one more. Do we uh, – do we risk it on Bills money line? Like I said, I'd rather stay away from that game. I think that would be the only play. I don't unless you that, you don't unless that, you want to do Cowboys money line. No, that you you know for a fact that Niners Cowboys game it, 
it could go either way. You cannot look me in the face and tell me that is not the case. All right, so if we go Bengals, money line, over 49.5 in the same game, Bills, money line, Bucks, money line, Steelers plus 12.5, over 49.5 in the Arizona Rams game, you're looking at a plus 1,774 odds. Oh, shit. 10 to win 177 or 100 to win 1,774. I could fuck with that surgical six parlay. <laughs> so that's rough. That's tough. Yeah, you got a couple money. They got three money lines in there, three money line favorites. You got a double digit spread underdog, a low over in a game. And in- both of the overs of 49 and a half. Yeah, so you got two low overs in there. I don't hate that at all. The team that would fuck it up. The team that would fuck it up. I'm telling Colin right now, this surgical six parlay is looking really juicy. Steelers or the Bills? One of those two teams will we'll fuck that up. Calling it right now. And Travis knows I'm damn good at calling teams that are going to fuck up parlays. I did it literally two nights ago when we did a parlay. I'm like, ah, this team's going to fuck it up. So, And they did. So. Yeah, they did. Um, but, yeah, that's it. It should be a good weekend. Uh, fun packed uh, weekend of football. College football season comes to an end. Uh, guys, if you're not, if you've made it this far and you like to gamble, go check out our Patreon. I know we plug it all the time, but right now we have college basketball plays every day. Uh, we're in the green more days often than not, up 19 units in the last week. What, seven days? Yeah. Um, Doing pretty decent. So go check that out for 10 bucks. I mean, even if you don't want to bet every day, you want to bet, you know, once every few days, you're still hopefully likely winning money. Um, other than that, got a guest coming on next week. Check him out. Twitter guy, big on TikTok also. Um, yeah, should be a good one. Yep. See you guys later. Uh, have fun wildcard weekend and we'll chat next week. Peace. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 